0: It tickled nice, my fancy, nice, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Isn't just, just, the, just the thought of you. Just the thought, I'm not giving you any inheritance. I'm, fucking living my life till the end.
1: <laughs> there you are, the, the, uh the I'm you're spending me fab in. and me cash. I'll be if you I die. Mean, you 98 out. with
0: fab, and you're like, no fucking, I'm, I'm getting goggles before I die. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. If I get a two-week-to-live diagnosis midway through the season, just watch me on the waiver wire that week. I'll be going. (laughs) Reckless. to go and the season's absolutely heating up in the Ocho. As always, I'm joined on the Ocho Bowl official podcast by the commish, Andrew O'Halloran. Big grin on his face, just looking pretty heading into the playoffs. How are you, mate?
2: Oh, not too bad. Pretty quick
1: intro there. Yeah, got somewhere to be. Got, absolutely got somewhere to be. Um, I've got to get back to trying to sort my team out because I'm probably going to have to win out from here to make the playoffs. So, As much as I love you all, there's more important things for me to be spending my time on than the podcast at this minute. Um, And of course, similar position to myself, Keeney, five and six. How does it feel?
0: Right there with you, mate. I was actually going to comment on that intro as well. It was very pre-planned and it's almost like you read it off a script. (laughs) Was there anything in front of you there, Steve?
1: No, no. I I was just, to be honest with you, I just flipped open the app on my phone just to you know, I guess get ready to start talking through the games and up pop the old one hundred two to one hundred six loss. I was just a little bit cut, just kind of let's just get through this as quickly as possible. Kind of was the the energy that was flowing at the and,
0: time. And that combined with three percent battery life, it's just a, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not doing well on charges for the people at home. Um, it I've is got come out. charger. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I've got one charger I'm sharing between my computer and my phone to try and keep both alive at the moment. Camo has not got one charger. He's got about 10 of them. And it's not working out too well for him, although it did this week, I guess. He's, um, he's I don't know, he's, he's just, yeah. the luck continues. Anyway. An um, enigma. He is an enigma. Let's, let's jump straight into it. Uh, we're going to do a quick review of the week's rounds. It, it was, compared to recent weeks, it was probably not as exciting, although every game means something at this point of the year, Uh, we'll jump into the waiver wire as we always do. Andrew's just been plugging numbers into Reese's calculator and he's got the run home ready to go for us. And then of course we'll preview the all important second, last home and away match of the season as we really, really heat up heading into finals. I think it's still relatively open. We were speaking just before we jumped on air and there's still fair few teams that can make it probably goes right down to 10th at this point in time. So Still wide open, but a lot of things are got to go right to the teams that are not in the eight, or in the six, I should say, at the moment. Um, boys, shall we jump into this week's matches? Sure. Thing. Sounds good. Why don't we start with Mr. Charger himself, Camo. Um, ben went very close to a double Nintendo, putting up 68 this week after a 64 the week before, and Camo just... We talked about him last week having the easiest run home, and he, you know, just gets the job done by a cheeky eighty points or so, one forty-one. Keeney, what did you take out of this one?
0: Well, I think clearly the the story of this one was just the Herbert and Allen stack here putting up um, seventy. What did they put up? Seventy or sorry, sixty-seven. Or oh, geez, how's my maths going? Sixty-one, even. Sixty-one, yeah. Um, sixty-one, almost knocking off the Nintendo. Point, Sixty-two point
1: two four, if you want to be precise.
0: Yeah, like he's, as you said, he's got four charges in the lineup. And when you play the Jets, I mean, this is kind of bound to happen. So it was one of those weeks, I think, for Camo, he's not going to, the charges aren't going to face the Jets every single week. But Keenan Allen had 19 targets. It was all that Herbert would go to, um, which is, I I think you got to say that's pretty promising going into the playoffs. Um, I think, so correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but I would have thought that. The three teams at eight and three are locked in, ready to roll in that top three spot. uh, I don't think anyone can get past them. Yeah, Jared at seven, five and six. So those top three are locked in. Yeah. So look, for mine, it was, as I mentioned, it was was the week of the charges and got the job done. Put up 140, so he's going to be happy with that. It's just whether his team can be consistent in the playoffs, I reckon. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he'd be happy with um C H put up a good game. I think it's his first twenty pointer for five weeks. So uh going to the playoffs. If they start using him a bit more as well, um, you know, it gives him a good non-charges player to sort of bank his team on.
0: Mm. And old Gus the bus will get a bit of a uh spike in production this week, you think, with Dobbins and Ingram both on the COVID list. Somehow, obviously, Gus the bus has stayed stayed clear of those two boys on the sideline. Somehow, I don't, well, how does that he, work? How does how does he not get on COVID, but the other two do?
1: When when you haven't been anywhere near the pill um, for for a few weeks, obviously they've got it from. The ball in some capacity, and Gus Edwards has just been sitting over there, not scoring any well, points for Ben, well, and not
2: to himself. Sorry, Ben, under the bus. But I was chatting to him earlier tonight. Throw him under the like, Gus. Would you say the Gus? Bus. Gus even. And I was like, uh, "Oh, well, you've got some better matchups this week, like Gus." And he's like, oh, "I'm not playing Gus this week." I'm like, "He's going to get all the carries." He's like, "Oh, didn't they have? Yeah, I'm like um, Dobbins oh. and I think I had COVID." He's like. Didn't they have COVID last week? I'm like, no, they're very started. That's why they only got 6 points. <laughs>
0: oh, man. So, they, right. so this is the unique situation where they play each other again.
2: Yeah, so Camo and Ben play each other again and recent and Woodsy play each other again. <laughs> um, so the double-ups.
0: So like do we think? baseball schedule. I
1: mean, we'll come back to the preview later, but, I mean, the, the big question is obviously going to be 70 points. 70-plus 70 points is a lot to turn around. Um the, the one comment I'd make on Camo's team is the season is shaping up fairly nicely for him because I look at his team, it's still not amazing, but he does seem to be hitting form at the right time of year and the luck he had on early winning games with low scores has just put him in a, you know, got to be in it to win it and he's starting to hit form at the right time and obviously those early wins of meant he hasn't had to do anything stupid trying to trade guys in to get wins along the way. Um, he's obviously, you know, made some interesting decisions of his own around the old Murray-Herbert trade, but at this point, it's not looking as horrible as it could. Um, but, you know, I feel like for Camo things, artists coming together at the right time of year, Ben's season's clearly done. I feel like if he didn't leave with Andrew, he'd be putting up scores of 20. I feel like you're just dragging him along to put a respectable <laughs> lineup together every week, which oh, is probably geez. good for the rest of the
2: league. Uh, well, no, he has said that he's pretty much shut up shop. He's just in optimise on his lineup, and then he's Letting it ride. So um, yeah, he's still making sure he sets a starting lineup, but he's not worrying about waivers or he's not he's not open for trades. All
1: right. And we should we might we should get some deep insights from him when we do the postseason review then from his last few batches.
0: <laughs> my only my only last comment on Kamo here is that I think this is what the lineup that he produced this week is basically the best possible lineup he's got going forward. I just I look at his bench a little bit and just for his sake, I think he needs to make sure he stays healthy somehow Um, because if he cops a couple of injuries, I think that diminishes his team pretty greatly. He doesn't really have great substitutes on the bench there to to bring in if there is a few injuries. But um, if he can stay healthy, then he's clearly in the mix to to win the league this year, as I predicted at the start of the year. Yeah. Well,
1: Speaking of people we predicted to win the league Move on to our next game Jared, uh, my prediction is just Just keeping his destiny in his own hands Got the job done over yourself Kenny. 133 to 95 Puts him to 5 and 6 Sitting 7th now So he's got a higher points 4 than anyone above him uh, And obviously below him at the moment So he just needs to Catch up to someone on wins And he sneaks his way in Um, Andrew Thoughts on this one uh,
2: so, Keaney's bench just threw all these points where Moore 21, Dobbins 18, Saints D 16, uh, all outscored by far uh, some of the players that are on the field. So, uh, one of those frustrating weeks where you're like, they're all startable players. So, you think, oh, what could have been? Have
0: yeah. you done the
1: maths, Keaney? Does it cost you the win? Or it's gonna be oh, yeah. If I look, if I started
0: optimal players, it would have, yeah. Um, That's easy to say But um, yeah The the whole Joe Burrow thing Wasn't a great start to my Monday morning I've got to admit Um, I actually got a text halfway through The game saying he got absolutely smashed And I'm like, did he get up? Is he still playing? Because I wasn't watching And they're like, yeah, no, he got up And then five minutes later, like, oh, I think he's done his ACL That was like five minutes earlier He got smashed He did actually, yeah um, so it was the first time I, I floated on the pod last week. Was a, I was going to put T Higgins in. <laughs> it was the first time I've done it all year. I thought I'll stack him up with Joey Burrow. Um, DeAndre Swift had a breakout game the week before and then got COVID. Dobbins has just had his breakout game and then just got COVID. Um, so, now it's going well it, uh, at the pups at the minute.
1: Yes. Well, you win out and it probably yeah. sneaks you in. Just because the uh, I need a bit of luck. Everyone, yeah, a little bit. But I think most of the people seem to be playing each other, so um, it probably gives you a bit of hope. Um, yeah. Jared, I, I think that the big thing for him, Adams is just unstoppable at the moment. So he's he's kind of he's riding the Adams wall as you know. He's a little bit up and down, but generally he's been pretty good as well. So he's got a few guys that are just giving him a really strong floor, and from there it's just you know, whatever cream he can add on top, but he's sort of got, going to put up a respectable story and occasionally shoot the lights out and seems to be enough to get the job done most weeks at the moment.
2: Yeah, he does get Carson back soon as well and Digs on the bench has been top 10 wide receivers. So when you look at what his lineup could be, I mean, he scored 133 with the three of his better play or two of his better players on the bench, you're looking at. Yeah, he, there's a reason why he's one of the highest scorers in the league, even if he's been unlucky like, with the wings.
0: Yeah, and I think I was gonna I was gonna comment on he's actually got really strong running back depth as well. I think Antonio Gibson's severely underrated. Um he's if you look at his last three or four weeks, they've got him involved a lot more at Washington. And especially with Alex Smith under center, um, yeah, JD McKissick's still there, but I think he's a he's the main man now, Antonio Gibson. Promising for Jonathan Taylor with the Colts, he had 22 rushes. He had a couple of touchdowns called back with penalties as well. So it looked like he had a nice week as well. And as you mentioned, with Chris Carson coming back, he's got uh, he's got quite a few nice running backs on the roster. So pretty complete team um, at the minute, I reckon. If he and if he sneaks in to the playoffs, um, I think there's a few. There's a, at least one member one member of this podcast that may not want him to sneak into the playoffs. Andrew, <laughs> thoughts?
2: Look, it's, I'm. I've been very clear about how strong I think Jared's team is all season, and I would want to play it. It's also the so the three teams currently on eight and three. Whoever finishes third out of them, uh, can very well face Jared week one of the playoffs and just be straight out. So, it's going to be a dogfight at the top, I think, for those two buyers.
0: Cleet some potatoes. Yeah. Well we've we've said it we've said
1: Woodsy's uh, cruising for a bruising. Um, next one, Kamish. You you got the bye coming up against Fitzy um, come you know three weeks out when you need a win to make finals, but you put an exclamation point on it with a 147-0107 win. Must be pretty happy with that.
2: Yeah, it's nice. I think that might be my highest score of the season. Um, it's just nice for my team to finally click, especially with like Chubb and Sanders, you know, 20 points between them. Um, nice to get some decent scores from Andrews and Tyree Hill. I mean, why would you ever trade him? I think is the question.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Why would, you pick him <laughs> why would you pick him ahead of Julio Jones as well? It's disaster. <laughs> pick that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just had... I, I'm I'm guessing you didn't uh, reverse the curse here, mate. Adam Thielen just goes off and then bye bye. <laughs> On the COVID, you go. Oh, is a, he? I'm yeah, he got up, a, right?
2: test came back as a negative today. Oh so good. It might be a false positive. So um, was it? Was I thought? I thought he was. Was he an actual
1: positive test or a close contact?
2: Uh oh, I just saw that he had a test come back as no ne- uh, negative, and so the first time he have been a false positive. So I don't know if he actually did or it was like one of the ones that's a bit iffy, but. Uh, okay. I think he'll probably play this week um, based on that. But um, oh. I mean, the history story is Travis Fulgham, has the league figured him out? Two weeks yeah. under two-point scores. Um, mm. Or is it just that he has Wentz as a quarterback who is just shocked?
1: Well, he just yeah, scores
2: and- 1.8 for fun,
1: Fulgham. That's what he does. <laughs> he does well, and- has has Fitzy's team just dragged him down?
0: And when you when you look up um, the word barometer in the English dictionary, a picture of Travis Fulgan comes up and <laughs> there's no doubt about that. <laughs> when uh, when Fulgan's flat, so it's fitzy. Oh, yeah.
1: Well I'll tell you what, and speaking of speaking of barometers, and we touched we skimmed over this, didn't get into it in your game, but when the goggles are foggy, uh, usually you don't go too well, but goggles was good, put up fourteen on the weekend, but it wasn't enough to get you the win. Oh. So your barometer's got a bit of fog on it
0: itself. I think about. Yeah, it does. He still, he was okay, but we didn't well, talk about who either. Bad. Who
1: just scored all of Atlanta's points? Oh, don't get me started on that. We can I we can talk about Koo when we get to my game.
2: If we go back to what uh, Reese posted on the WhatsApp group a couple of weeks ago, you're actually more likely to win when Goggle scores less. He's like a
0: reverse barometer. Mm. That, yeah, don't to... Yeah. i tell you what, looking at your team, Andrew, as well, like this is, this is a weird thing to say. It, in fact, it doesn't really make a heap of sense. But is it a good thing that Joe Mixon's just like on IR, he's got three weeks to recover, and then by the time playoffs come around, you can almost confidently put him back in rather than knowing that they might rush him back and, and play him. I reckon in three weeks' time, you're going to have Joe Mixon back into your lineup and fresh, ready to go. Who knows? I mean, that offense yeah. has taken a bit of a hit. With with going out, but um, that's going to be an interesting decision for you to make, actually. If if Mixon's there with Chubb and Sanders,
2: I think I'll just start all three, and then I'll relegate Evans or Jefferson, whoever's got the worst matchups. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a luxury, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean that was what my plan going in was. Is and then just Mixon just keeps yeah gets his injury from dancing and out six weeks.
0: The, the the real reason for my question was just to get a gauge of how confident you were that you're making the playoffs. So the fact that you just answered that just with hardly blinking an eyelid, just yeah, I'll be in the playoffs title so three. He, he thinks um, he's home.
2: Um, hey, it's like yeah, Will McGraw, when you ask him how are they gonna win the ashes, he always said five nil. You don't yeah, not go yeah. in expecting to lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you've got You've got fifty points over Havers. That's the that's your cushion at the moment. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Fitzy, is he gonna to get to four? He's not getting to four point four anymore. Is he getting to four? Is he getting to three?
2: Well, he's got Ben in the last round, which is the fabled spoon bowl, but it's whether he can upset Jared this week and um will be the big question.
0: I wonder if there's been any shopping of Aaron Rodgers or he's just happy, just content with him, just sitting on the pine, putting up little 21s, 22s. Tell you what, we, we
1: we could mess with Fitzy's head if we pointed out the fact that he made the wrong roster decision on the weekend. Again. With Murray scoring less points than Rodgers.
0: Terrible. just so yeah,
1: a, a whopping 1.5 less, 1.48 well, less.
2: Murray's got the shoulder injury, he
0: might not. Yeah. Oh, what a curse! <laughs> it, uh, yeah, cheapest.
1: Um, I, I just quickly read the news thing, and it just said uh, Kyler Murray seen Kyla Murray's shoulder seen rehabbing off to the side on Tuesday's practice. I quickly glanced at it, and I thought it said Kyler Murray seen sobbing off to the side at Tuesday's <laughs> practice. I thought if, you, if I was traded to 50's team, I reckon I might be the same situation. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go. Next one, DJ Chark. Um, Dale just it could be done for him, I think. But another 124, a solid score. But Cam just pips him in, again, just gets the job done, 131. Seven-pointer. Um, yeah, look, Dalvin Cook, to be honest, the seven points could have disappeared very quickly. Could Dalvin Cook started well and then um, all the end zone looks went other people's way after that. So he probably probably left a few points out there, but... Is it uh is it curtains for uh, for Dale?
2: Oh, it'd be tough to get back from four and seven. I mean, I think there like I can't remember if I said it on the podcast at the start, but I think there might be one, six, and seventeen, but then you're looking at probably Jared if he can get over fifty this week. Um, but the I mean I've been on him. Don't you play time. Jared
1: I don't know, he played me in the last round, yeah. <laughs> you're assuming <laughs> no. he's losing the last game already, which
2: is interesting. Um, but um, I've been on him about his tight ends all season, about him not being able to pick the right one. And then this this week that may have cost him his season, he starts Logan Thomas over Dalton Schultz, and ten point difference would have won him the game. So yeah, that's and cool. That might be the story of his season: just bad tight end decisions cost out a playoff spot. Mm. So
1: what happens when you're picking between two guys you don't know who they
0: are. Yeah And I was going to mention The absolute junk time Dallas got a um, touchdown But I suppose Dale has went So kind of cancelled each other off But that was the most junky of junk TDs I've seen for a while um, Curtis Samuel putting up 21 as well Like in a tight game That is absolute gold um, no, yeah, He's it, scoring It's just yeah. If you're watching
1: the, just, He's not the main part of their team He's oh
0: it's just like, so Now
1: keeps
2: scoring
0: what a start! Like Curtis Samuel with PJ Walker, just confidence, just to slot him straight into the wild. I would have had to hesitate I didn't start DJ Moore, <laughs> and uh, turned out to be a terrible decision. Yeah. But I think uh, with Curtis good Dammit, start. Though,
2: he gets a lot of like around the line of scrimmage end arounds and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah end arounds, and they run a lot of the screens through him. So he was yeah. probably a bit more than DJ Moore, who's more of a deep threat. Um, yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. Whereas like you can manufacture those Samuel touches, which yeah, you've you yeah. got like 10 touches.
0: No, you're spot on. That's exactly what they do. They've, they've got a, you know, kind of design package for him and they get him the ball when they want to get it to him. bit of a bump in, in form here from Zeke, which is good to see for, for Cam. Um, and I think the big news is Austin Eckloff. So I don't know if you saw the videos of him just squatting about 300 kilos. Um He's torn. He's hammy off the bone eight weeks ago, and now he's squatting like three hundred. It's ridiculous. The guy's a freak. Um, did, you, and did you? He's
1: year? I didn't. No, I didn't. Or whatever. It was like a high jump, but from a double foot standing start. His his leap. He's like clearly are, those
0: hamstrings. Yeah. yeah, insane. Yeah, and so he's coming off IR, I believe, this week. Um, they haven't they haven't uh, said whether he will play, but all indications. Would look towards him playing, and my goodness, he is a lot better than what they have at the running back position at the moment. So, especially with Herbert and that offense, he Austin Eckler could be a league winner down the stretch. I reckon.
1: Now, looking forward to it. Given I'm playing this week, fantastic. <laughs> um, the other big, big news out of this game, which we failed to mention, but DJ Chark do 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 has updated his profile picture away from team yeah. So he is clearly just.
0: Throwing everything at his last ditch attempt to, <laughs> to make the finals this season. Well, it's good to. Well, we we know for a fact that he he listens to the pod. He, he may listen to it too much, but uh, <laughs> it's good to see that he he uh, changed the logo and look. I think from from a from a pure karma point of view, like I think he put enough score on the board and he it was just he, he's got himself to blame. He just made one bad tight end decision, and that's what's cost him in the end. Yeah,
2: yeah. So one of those frustrating weeks. He gets. 27 points from his kicker and defense outscores Cam's kicker and defense by 15 and still doesn't mm. get the, those. are The ones mm. that you get a bit annoyed at, yeah. If you can't win and you're getting that sort of head start, then you know
1: you can go, Oh, I, I came up against the high score again, that's unlucky, which is you know a little true. But if you're getting that head start on your kicker and defense, you probably just don't have a strong enough team
0: across the board. Um, I mean, look, in, in fairness, in fairness to Dale, I will say that he's averaging 139 points against per game. Uh that's a little bit above average for mine. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that he's actually 4 and 7 in and, and could easily be you know 5 and 6 or 6 and 5 um you know yeah. I think he's had I
2: mean a when, solid when you look year. at his uh, points against is 80 points higher than Cam's points for which is the highest points for in the league. So he's playing more than the top team in the league every week, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Um, all right. Uh, we, we, we just know, you know, some movies, you sit down to watch them and you just know how it's going to end. I think that's how we feel about Woodsy season. So it was good to see him get another win just to sort of prolong the protagonist's journey in this story of Woodsy 2020 uh he got the job done 135 to 114 is making the the inevitable fall that comes in the finals all that harder um he now sits second eight and three in that cluster of three teams we've talked about uh he puts reese back in the field as well because reese's four isn't that high so he's uh he's got to get some results and obviously plays woodsy again this week um look pretty, just a sort of solid performance from woodsy but there's Probably still a bit upside. Russell Wilson didn't have his best week. Um, Carlos Hyde probably disappears, so he doesn't get to use that forever. But um, you know, he his flex did nothing with his Peterson, reasonably solid scores from the rest of them. Um and and you know, for Reese, yeah, just a couple of things didn't go right for him. You're a bit stiff when your kicker scores zero when Detroit gets shut out. Never ideal. But um, yeah, look, didn't even really get close in the end.
2: Uh, yeah, not a great effort by Reese. um and yeah there must be some celebrations that cleats and potatoes headquarters just locked in can't finish seventh this year so um you know they'll put up the banners not finishing seventh for the first time <laughs>
0: well it'll be his first time in the playoffs definitely won't it yeah, uh, yeah. and the subscription's paid for itself let's be honest it's just a I might have to look into this next year, guys. So, <laughs> oh, I,
1: what a turnaround! Um,
0: when when you when you're starting Carlos Hyde in week eleven, um, and Adrian Peterson, it's just that's kind of a winning formula you need at draft night. So, <laughs> um, look, I think he got a little fortunate with that Carlos Hyde score. I think it's it's pretty well documented that that second running back position is still a little bit of a concern for him. David Montgomery, yeah, he's fine. Um, it's just probably that second that second flex spot. Oh, sorry, the super flex, not super flex, the flex spot um, is going to be the interesting one for his team, I reckon, going into the playoffs. Um, I just think he's a little bit shaky in that position. Um, he did get an overtime 30-yard rush touchdown from Derrick Henry. Um, but, I mean, Derrick Henry's really solid. Cooper Cup had a million targets and he was solid. McLaurin's a good receiver. So, look, and obviously Kelsey scored on the final drive. So, he had a nice week. Um, from that, from that respect, I just worry a little bit about just that last missing piece or two for his team. But we'll see; he'll be like, there. So we'll I see. feel
1: like um, uh, I feel like Alan Robinson's obviously all right for his flex. So it's really just that one running back spot. And yeah, you know, look, I mean, you know, it's been talked about. David Montgomery's got that easy run in playoffs, so maybe he thinks that's the solution. Look, everyone I don't think there's a team that's gonna go in absolutely rock solid. Everyone's probably got a one position at least that they're that they're a bit weak Jared. on. yeah, yeah. I yeah, reckon I Jared's
0: solid. Let's
1: go back and look at Jared's team.
0: <laughs> but there's gonna be there's gonna be so, some chicanery, I reckon. So he's gonna
1: go Gibson and Carson, Godwin Adams and Diggs. Waller. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, quarterback is probably the one for him.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, doesn't have an A grader. And look, that's the thing with Woodsy. Like, he's got Russell Wilson. So that, that could be 40 any given week. And that could really win him a playoff game or two. So, yeah.
2: same with Derek um, Henry that's... as well. And so, like, yeah, I agree. You look at
0: Henry's like,
2: playoff matchup, He's got Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay. So, I mean, he yeah. could just be oh, Wilson and Henry scoring. Thirty-five each; those three games.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't even like it does matter, but it's it's not as relevant. I don't reckon in terms of schedule for him because as the as the weather gets colder, they just pound him. They just give him the ball and just yeah. just run the ball. He'll have thirty touches and. Well, even that was, um,
2: yeah, he got the late touchdown. But I mean, that was going the last quarter. He had thirty yards, and then yeah, they just give it to him because it's the defense is tight. And he gets seventy yards and a touchdown in the last quarter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Reese. I mean, the big one for him is clearly McCaffrey. He's got he two wins gets him in. One win probably gets him in. McCaffrey's doubtful for this week. I think looking at it, um, he, he like he's he's just such a difference. You know, he's because he's starting Gallup in the flex. <laughs> That's yeah, there's like totally thirty five extra points you get from starting McCaffrey.
2: Yeah, well, it's, yeah, who knows what they because uh, if you listen to someone was he they played Detroit and apparently he was chatting to Adrian Peterson after the game and people was lip reading and he was saying that his shoulder still really hurts. So if you trust people's lip reading ability, like I don't think they're gonna bring him back while he's in pain. Like there's no point giving you a superstar fire oh, when you're too and whatever.
0: I just... Yeah, I was just going to mention that. They're four and seven. They're basically no chance to get a playoff spot, I don't think. Um, and I'm not sure they want to. I think they want to keep going back to the draft. Um, yeah. So what what are we playing him for? Yeah. That would be my just kind of get a, viewpoint a on second
2: it. second or third best defensive player in the draft, which they saw in need. Hmm.
1: Meanwhile, Chubb's looking pretty good. The guy he traded out from that four running back stack that he had. Um Speaking of lip-reading and Adrian Peterson, do you guys remember that video from a couple yeah, of years orange ago? Peanut. The, oh, orange
0: Peanut. I feel <laughs> like a peanut. For me? <laughs> well, what, did, what did he say? <laughs> well, I accept you. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's highly enjoyable for anyone at home who hasn't yeah. seen. Uh, Google bad lip-reading NFL on YouTube or something. Um, all great. right, last game of the round, Um Bit of a heartbreaker for me to be honest, um, but if you lose with 102, you can't be too upset. Um, 102 lost to Havers 106. Um, Oof. yeah, look, there's a few things for me. Obviously, Atlanta, when you've got the whole Atlanta offense and they do not score one touchdown, they kick field goals all day. Um, that clearly doesn't help. And then Kelvin Ridley, sorry, Julio Jones doing his hammy didn't help either. Um, and then Melvin Gordon. Fumbled running it in for a touchdown on the one inch line, which was a turnaround of eight points. And any one of those things is the difference between winning and losing. But as I said, you are you kind of have to you gotta, you know, look intri- you gotta look introspectively when you score hundred and two. You can't be too much blaming the fantasy gods because it's not a score that you should expect to win with too often.
0: Geez, I'll tell you what, you were quick to pick up Tyson Hill um off waivers, I believe. Is that right? When did you do that?
1: Um, yeah, as soon as he got announced, or as soon as I yeah. saw it, he was announced as the starter.
0: I think I'm five minutes behind, yeah. But um, yeah, you should I'll have dropped him again mate. now. Dropped him
1: again. No, it wouldn't, wouldn't have made, um,
0: no, no, it wouldn't made a difference.
1: Oh, but- I, I, I'm never going to start him over my home. The, the reason I picked him up was. Joking. Andrew asked me this off air before, but the reason I picked him up was um, just in case the game played out where. Um, we were relatively close, but Havers was ahead, and he could switch him in for quarterback to cover Mike Thomas. So I didn't want him to be able to stop me from coming from behind. Yeah, uh, oh, sure. had, had, uh, Brady playing in the Tuesday game.
0: Well, so anyway, that that's the positive for you is that all he did was target Mike Thomas. So um, oh, yeah. that that did look good. Um, without going without over exaggerating. Manny, how many games do you reckon you've lost because Julio Jones has done his hammy either pre or during the game this year? All right, there's been at least, I feel three, like there's I been think. three or four games where he's done that. Yeah, I
1: think three. And I lost another one, I think, where um, Ridley got injured in-game as well.
2: Yeah. The Sorry, still, every, we all smartly avoided picking him um, huh. and then just let Manny take that <laughs> place yeah, yeah,
0: If we if yeah, go back really right. to that uh, initial podcast we did um, I openly admit I didn't realize he was on the board <laughs> when I bypassed him so the, the
1: the the funny thing is I was certain I was
0: taking um at that Kittle point, I was,
1: Kelsey. I was ta- Kelsey well Kittle was gone right so you'd taken Kittle yeah. now. Yeah? So,
0: yeah but I if, if I noticed that Julio was there I probably would have taken
2: Julio Training <laughs> <changed> everything because <laughs> yeah I you know. take
1: Julio and then Woodsy takes Kittle because that's who he wanted he didn't want Kelsey and I end up with Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, oh, the and world looks a lot different.
0: Look, let, we need to blame the fifth beverage that I consumed at that point of the draft. So. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I mean, the, the other one for
1: me is um, Hayden Hurst, just a big fat zero. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Lost his no good.
2: Look, not to bury the lead from the preview of your next match, but does that mean the great man, Jordan, Mr. $51, Jordan Reed, could slot into the lineup next week?
1: Uh, look, if I if I bid fifty one on him, probably not. But given I bid fifty three, I think that might just be enough to, to
2: <laughs> get cut ah, awesome.
1: Yeah, it's just a yeah fifty two is kind of the, the plus or minus threshold in on that one. No, I don't know. I'm I'm quite considering starting him. The only thing is probably if, if Jones is out, I'll probably put Hearst back in. No. Because he probably gets a few more targets. That, that probably decides it. There's there's a bit of Fred. Oof. I don't know. Info for for Cam. Um, what do we what do we think about here? Yeah, I was going to say, we've talked about the losing team. Let's talk about the one that got the job done. I, I don't know. Like, to be honest with you, looking at the two teams going into that game, I think he was lucky to win just on paper. But, um, you know, Marvin Jones, Cooper, um, oh, sorry, Cooper hit, hit a bit of form again, which was good. Um, Claypool, I reckon, like, obviously, you must be happy, Keeney, Deontay, just 18 targets or whatever it was, just went absolutely nuts which is which is good yeah. and I think it was last week you said that he was the one you preferred the three but I think the other the other story out of this is Claypool looks pretty safe he gets a lot of red zone targets
0: yeah I think yeah I'm in a PPR league I'm happy with with Deontay Johnson when he's played this year he's been really good um but yeah you're right Claypool's got the upside because he can catch multiple touchdowns and Ben loves him I, I I'd almost have Claypool ahead of Juju right now um from, from that point of view. Juju can have his occasional game right now, but I just think he... Gee, I mean, he's playing outside and he's, he's a higher variance player at the moment, but um, they love him and when they find a young receiver they love, they they tend to target him a fair bit. Juju, a little bit stiff here with the, the Washington football professional team putting up a nice little 12 um, on the defensive end as well. They obviously got after Joey Burrow and... Um, dominated from a defensive point of view so i mean it was a good yeah. start but but they it put up was, you know, it, it helps when um yeah it helps when the opposing
1: quarterback does his acl halfway through the game and you get the backup for half but um yeah, yeah look i i don't know i think the only the, the other one that i in fairness should call out for havers kamara had a pretty down week for him he's not going to score as low as 10 too often
0: well actually that was a for mine it was a bit of a uh, talking point just because he barely got, Taysom barely targeted him, um, yeah. which is interesting because he's such a running quarterback. Um, kind of those breakdown, check down plays kind of weren't yeah. there and it was more Taysom just tuck it under and run rather than yeah. check it down to Kamara. So I, I was interested to see how he would be affected by the, the quarterback change um, and a small sample. But um, that, that receiving game with Michael Thomas getting... Re- um, targeted a lot more, may, may diminish a fraction, but I mean, he's still going to be an integral part of that offense, no doubt. Yeah. But, and they used Murray a bit more as well with Hill than I
2: think be, they're coming into it. They might just be trying to um, ease off Kamara coming into playoffs before.
0: Yeah, I think they'll team his game script to, to Pennant as well, That yeah. they're up by a fair bit, so. But keen uh, observers uh, will note that um, Murray and Kamara scored the exact
1: same 10.5. Ooh, on the weekend,
2: that's
0: a um, very keen
1: observation. Just big on numbers. But the, the other, I agree with that last point. I think the fact that their defense was absolutely dominating Atlanta, I reckon they just probably wanted to run, run you know, run it, pound it into, um, into, you know, Atlanta a little bit more than they probably normally would. So I guess we'll get a better idea this week.
0: I think the and just to close off on this game, I think. The biggest uh, point from the game or conversation that, that we need to have with you, Steve, is just how are you feeling sitting at five and six, you know kind of what's ahead of you now. You probably need to win the next two. Well, I think you definitely need to win the next two. And the fact that you've given a given Havers, your man, your prediction, the little leg up in week eleven, hey, are you feeling okay, okay about it? Like has it has it softened the blow a fraction? No, not at all.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> It's. I, I'm very happy to see Hayes doing well. Uh, I'll say that. And and my other my you know league winner projection. Jared's the other one is in the mix with me. But when it comes down to it, there'll be absolutely no holes. barred. I I will uh, I'll disconnect their internet if I have to if it gets me a slight advantage going into these last couple of weeks. Um. I I'm feeling very nervous to be honest with you because I still think that I've built a championship winning potential team, but. I've left it very late. A lot of things have got to go up for me. I've got to win the next five to win the championship from here. And the way that Jones, Thomas, Ridley have held up, they've not played one full game together for this whole year and we're coming into week
0: 12. So and it's not yeah not a great place and, to be. And just looking at you playing Cam and, and Kamish here, tough sketch. I mean, we'll get to the well, breakdown of the sketch. It might be a good segue, but uh, that doesn't look like the easiest schedule of all time. Yeah, well, I think if we go with that segue... To start with
2: the lead, many last two weeks hardest schedule of the um, highest uh, wins of uh, for opponents highest um, average like of uh, total score and second breakdown. Wins. So uh, if you make the playoffs, you'll have earned it. Uh,
0: and, and, oh yeah,
1: to be the best, you have got to beat the best. I welcome <laughs> the challenge.
0: Exactly, like that's this is how every great thirty for thirty documentary starts, isn't it? Like backs against the wall. He's a real shinbone of this bloke, so um, I, I think he's used That's to this right. kind of challenge.
1: If, if we had slightly higher technology, I would play the thirty for thirty intro music at the moment. But instead, you know, I'm not going to sing it because it won't sound anything like it. But <laughs> I just—it's playing in my head at the moment. Just imagining. Actually, no, yeah. I'm actually thinking of America's Game. That's the music I've got going in my head. At the uh, I thought you—I was more of a chariots of Fire kind of setup. Oh yeah. Well, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> It'll be a hell of a story, to quote the uh, the great Julian Edelman, who says that about fifty times in the. If you guys have seen the America's game after the Atlanta Super Bowl, yeah, just they show him on the sideline running around going, oh, it'll be a hell of a story. What a story! Oh, what a. <laughs> that's me pumping up my guys coming into <laughs>
2: last week. So, what, what, while we're on the run home, Kamish, what else have we got? Uh, so I'll I'll do the three um, sections again. So we've got the dizzying highs, Cam, Woodsy, and Camo. So Cam and Woodsy actually both tied for the second hardest schedule going in, and then of course Camo with the ninth um, easiest. <laughs> oh, really? Um, oh, and then God. the um, terrifying lows, Ben and Fitzy. Um, Eleventh and twelfth uh, in hardest schedule, so the two easiest schedules are uh, wow. coming in because they, play each, they play each other.
0: other. <laughs> I think that's a, a don't worry about playoffs, aren't we all worried about to see if Fitzie can get to four? Like that's the marquee kind of event of the league. I just
1: I just can't see it happening. It'll be like it, it it's it's a it'll be a true you know feel good story if he can get to four. It'll be a bit like you know have you guys seen that movie Rudy? Yeah. It'll be yeah, a bit of that it's sort it's of. It's you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, just, I just can't Fitzy, see
2: it happening. Yeah. If Fitzy doesn't get to four, I'll take all my players out of my team in protest. Oh, good. Because you're playing me in the last <laughs> round. Um, and then in the middle, uh, so um, as we touched on, Manny, you've got the hardest. Uh, Reese, uh, the fourth hardest. Myself, with the fifth hardest. Uh, Keeney, you've got the seventh hardest. Havers, eighth hardest. Uh, Jared, ninth artist, and I think I missed Dale, and he's got the sixth artist. So um, it's a bit interesting that the three teams that are um, actually, uh, it's based on last week. So Reese, myself, and um, Manny with the sort of harder schedule while well. um Keeney, Jared, Dale trying to get in. I've got pretty easy ones. So it could be an exciting final week, I think. Yeah, there'll be a,
1: i mean I'm guessing going into next week we'll probably run through the different permutations or what what kind of needs to happen but it feels like with the top three spots locked away the bottom three spots up for grabs for about seven people we uh, at least with two weeks to go it's it's pretty open yeah uh, which is which is what we want in the show and it's how it always is to be fair it's it's i can't remember a year where it was yeah. kind of locked and loaded you switch the
2: 16 like it's fantasy... So luck dependent that you're always going to have that like thick middle of just a bunch of teams that can still make it. Mm.
1: Would we ever, um,
2: I say this because of
1: other leagues that have slightly different structures, but would we ever, do you think, consider moving to a, you know, top four teams and then the last two are the next two highest scores? Something like that. A model that takes a little bit of the luck out of it.
2: We could if people want. Like, right. I'll put it in what the guys way.
1: Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, would you would you would you support something like that, Can you show a bit of a purist, are not you? Because you like
2: NFL.com. Yeah. I mean, I could just change the teams on the thing, but it's um, it's more like I mean, that's part of fantasy. Is you've got to be who you play, um, you know, and it is life dependent. If otherwise, if you're going to do that, you might as well just have the winner be whoever scores the highest at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. What about you, Keny? What do you reckon? Yeah, I. In A couple of other leagues, that's kind of how we do it. We do top four, and then the fifth seed is the most wins from the remaining um eight teams because this and is then, um, this
1: is when you've got conferences, yeah,
0: yeah, and then yeah, yeah, divisions. And then, um, and if the, the tiebreaker's on points four, and then the sixth seed is the top scorer out of the remaining seven teams gets in. Um, so it gives kind of that person that was stiff with all like so, like example, Dale would be a sniff or Jared would still be a really good shot at getting that sixth seed with two weeks to go. I think they're 15 points apart. So that that race is still wide open. And yourself, Steve, who's in that mix as well. Um, so just kind of the way we've done it in the past in a few of my leagues, but you know, each their own.
1: Would we ever just just and this is probably not the time to be discussing this, probably a postseason thing, but would we ever go into like a conference system where we split the league in half and you play or even have like three divisions? Um, obviously, you can think of, you know, there's some pretty bitter rivalries existing in this league at the moment. Playing Woodsy, Keeney, playing twice a year would just whet the appetite for the fans out there, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. would, uh, would we ever consider any of those types of things, do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I mean, if people want, like, I don't know. I'm going to, I'll probably mock up the survey so we can sort of go through it. First week of playoffs or something on the podcast um, if everyone answers it. But, um, yeah, if enough people want it, we can do it.
1: Would we Would we extend the survey to all of the listeners out there in podcast land?
2: Yeah. yeah. If you're out there and you want to do the survey, um, send us an email and we'll shoot you a copy.
1: Yeah, Yes, well, we'll just wait to see the responses flooding in. Obviously, we reckon there's a certain person out there with a computer racing chair who's probably making fake email accounts as we speak now that we've extended ah. that on.
2: Well, the worry is half of Chadston will be sending in emails. It'll be too much of a uh, East Melbourne bias. Huh. Yeah, it's,
1: <laughs> it's possible. Um, all right, let's let's jump into the waiver wire. Um, <laughs> was there much on it, Kimish? I uh, well,
2: it I got what was I was very... after,
1: so that was kind of as close as I looked at it. If I'm perfectly honest.
2: Yeah. So, um, Reese really spending them uh, the most on a player: eight dollars on Frank the 10th floor.
0: Cheap, is
2: Just 34 or how old he is? he's older than that. He's like 39 or something. Just still, yeah, racking up those bad dollars. Um, I then will he go on next year? Do you reckon? I think so.
1: Like, why would you retire? Why would you retire from anything? That's my view <laughs> on the world. Uh, Just think slowly accumulate activities in your life until you die. That's that's yeah. kind of my philosophy.
2: Um, and so then. Um, I spent six dollars on Pittman. Who uh, we got? Dale spent five dollars on a different tight end, Jimmy Graham. Um, he also spent five dollars on Mike Williams. Uh, Camo spent four bucks on James White. Uh, Camo spent four bucks on Singletary as well. So he's locked up the Buffalo backfield. And big one. Uh, Old mate Woodsy spent $0. Normally we don't discuss a $0 one, but he's gone after my boy, Joey Sly, and dropped Sly uh, up. Harrison Bukka. Wow.
0: Yeah.
2: Huge. What's he thinking yeah. there?
0: They just scored touchdowns. <laughs> they scored five touchdowns, no field goals on the weekend.
1: They've done yeah. that a couple of times, but oh, what to know.
0: He loves a 50-yarder though, Joey Sly. He, he loves is, a 58-yarder.
1: I think yeah. I think it's interesting because it's, it's very topical. I'm glad you brought this up. It proves two things. Number one, he's an absolute slave to the rankings. Clearly, he's looked at some sort of chart on Fantasy Pros that's had Joey Sly sneak above Butker and he's just ruthlessly gone chop. And the second thing it proves is that he completely wasted those two draft picks because the San Fran defense and Harrison Butker are now just... Floating around out there in the ether, nowhere near his lineup. Yeah.
0: Do you I mean, think? You... Um, so I was going to say, do you think Fantasy Pros did a kind of kicker schedule on the way home? Sort of article, a real feature <laughs> article on on which which because he's all he's all he's all about that David Montgomery schedule, and oh I, I'm just kind of feeling he's all about the Joey Slice schedule as well. Wouldn't shock me. Well, I'm just looking this
2: up now. Where if is Joey Slice? Well, we've got a buy next week. Then they've got Denver, oh, uh, Green Bay. This
0: is,
1: this is
2: uh, intriguing.
1: A, Denver, Green Bay, Washington's an average schedule. They've got Minnesota this week, which you'll, you know. Yeah. We can't stop but, anything, though. You just kick one-point conversions. He's not going to be kicking field goals.
2: But, I mean, when you look at the season, like, I mean, I, I'm a Joey Sly fanboy. Um, if you, And he scored 12 points over the season. I guess he's hasn't had his bi yet, well because had his bi, though. So they're probably about the same. Like, maybe, maybe Sly's a little better, but. Um,
1: yeah, like, but like, Sly okay. looks like you, Andrew, and that's probably the difference. If you had beard still, I reckon.
2: I mean, if I look like did, Joey Sly, I wouldn't be single.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know. He's got, again, he's got a bit of the red beard, just slightly, maybe a couple more hairs than you've got at the moment, but broadly speaking. <laughs> I reckon there's. I, I reckon it's just Woodsy just sucking up to the commission a little. <laughs> well, maybe there's just a little bit of a deep-seated love there that maybe that's why he, uh, turned up in his prison vest the other day. Um, all right, any any others off the waivers worth discussing? Uh, the, a couple on the Pittman. There were three bids on that. You said you got him for six. Woodsy and I both bid zero. Um, I got James White for three. I think you might have skipped over that. But interestingly, there were five bids.
2: Didn't he
1: for four? No, I got James White for three. Um. Oh, what? what? Oh, no. Come bid four, but I got him for three. So I he think must what have... might have happened Oh, is
2: he's got the same player twice. Here. Yeah, I yeah. got single Terry. So he might have bid more than you, but you didn't have the roster spot. Yeah. Oh, and you're right.
1: I did bid 51 on Jordan Reed. Um, yeah. So cheerfully withdrawn. But yeah, Oh, well, that's handy. It's worked out for me. That time something didn't go Come way. I don't yeah, mind no. James White. Now that Rex gets injured, it just is a little bit safer depth. Like you're not going to yeah. start him, hopefully. But,
2: um, and then. Now, now the zero dollars, uh, Steve?
1: No, you can't take it with you. So, yeah, that's
2: you know, the so, same reason I won't be like, getting
1: buried with my wads of cash. I'll just be spending them before I go. Uh, so, yeah,
2: both of you are on zero fab. Woodsy's on <laughs> $1. Uh, I'm on $2. Then at the other end of the spectrum, Reese is on 53 So, uh, a bit over one, Jordan oh, Reed. Someone's um, on thirty, Cam's on sixteen, and then everyone I think else is in. Um, oh, Ben's got the thirties, but Ben don't count.
0: Ben's a bit tickled Ben's by fancy, pretty. Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Isn't just, just, the, just well. the thought of you. Just the thought. I'm not giving you any inheritance. I'm fucking living my life till the end.
1: There you <laughs> what, the, the, uh, the I'm you spending me fab day.
0: and me cash. <laughs>
1: I'll be if I mean, if I go, ninety-eight
0: with Fab, and you're like, no fuck it, I'm I'm getting goggles before I die. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: If I get a two-week-to-live diagnosis midway through the season, just watch me on the waiver wire that week. I'll be gone. <laughs> i mean, reckless. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. Yeah, probably not else. Not a lot else to say there, is there? Um. <laughs> Should we jump into the... We're flying for time, which has got a good feel about it today. It's just, I think we're just getting really efficient and business-like as we hit the business end of the season. Um, let's jump into the previews. We've sort of touched on a few of these because we've got the double-ups. Uh, starting with my game, coming up against Cam, as we said, pretty much a must-win for me at this point. Uh, Julio is in my lineup currently, but he's questionable. And I'd say he's going to be a difficult start with that hamstring situation. For me, uh, but we'll see how the week plays Out there, Um, and the other Probably big question is the Hayden Hurst Versus Jordan Reed, which I sort of Touched on before Uh, Cam, just probably Only big one for him from my perspective Is uh, whether McCaffrey gets An odd, so he can start Davis as a running back We've sort of said all year, running Back's a little bit weak for him, so um, But he's got Ronald Jones who can slot In, Uh, so yeah, look It's a tough one to play the top team When you've got to win them both, but as you said to be the best, you've got to be the best.
2: He's also only got five on the bench, so he can just slot Eckler straight in. He's not even going to bother having the one extra person to cut. That's um, yeah, true. Would, would you would, be, would you start Eckler?
1: Do you reckon? I guess there's no point not because oh well, equally there's no point. He doesn't need to.
2: Yeah, take I think it's risk is Keep your year out. See, you know what they're saying against Buffalo. I don't know if that's a, for, uh, how that goes for pass catching, but. Yeah, probably keep him on the bench maybe for one week just to see, make sure he's getting full usage. The one that I saw in Cam's lineup is uh, so at the moment he's starting Tyler Boyd over Ronald Jones. Um, when, yeah, you know, who knows what's going to happen there with no furrow? They could just try and run it 30 times or 40 times a game.
0: Yeah, there's probably more questions on Cam's side than there is on yours, Steve, I think. Um, the other one for mine is you may have to sweat out. Seattle coming in against Carson Wentz uh, on that on that Tuesday, or sorry, on the on our Tuesday game. Um, mm. And and if, and if Wentz has anything to go by, the last few weeks, that could uh, you may need to be up by about ten or fifteen going into that game <laughs> before Seattle play. Will he, ch- will he make the Will he make the change?
1: You reckon you don't reckon he'll start the Ravens? He'll, he'll definitely switch.
0: Will they? No, I, yeah, I think he'll start Seattle. Yeah,
2: Pittsburgh. So they played Pittsburgh in week eight, and they put up four points at home. And now they're away on a Thursday. So you, I think you start Seahawks. I mean, he picked them up deliberately. So I mean, you're not picking them up to you, like the Seahawks. No. They're not good enough that you keep them on the bench. Like
0: no, I mean they've got a nice run. So I can see the I can see the appeal to the pick up. They got the Giants and the Jets. Um, and Washington coming home, so um, I can see the appeal to get them anyway. But I agree. I think I think you'll start him. Eckler's the other one we touched on. Is like it's, yeah, you're right. It's Eckler, v Boyd, uh, Eckler v Curtis Samuel. All these kind of questions that um, he's going to have to to work out what he does. I think if Eckler's available, I I mean my personal view would I, I would be starting him at this point. But uh, also he's he's eight and three. So Andrew, do you think there's any any chance that Larry's dump truck just says, you know what, I wouldn't mind Steve being in the playoffs. I might give him the W here.
2: I don't think Cam is that bothered. I think Cam's just like, I don't know, he thinks his team's good enough. He'll just get the win. And I think as well, you want to get the buys if you're in eight and three. If there was only two eight and three teams, you might do that, but you've got to make sure that you get that buy so that you, know, you want to reduce your chances of your team just not showing up three weeks. Yeah.
0: Well, I suppose that more speaks to the fact that he's probably not going to sweat it too much about too many of these decisions. Like, yeah. It'll not. just be whatever happens, happens. And, and that's too
1: much
2: other stuff to sweat out. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: We um, we might come back to that question. It's a good question at the end. If you're one of the top three, um, and we'll do it after the previews, but who do you want... Filling out those bottom three spots. Like, who are the teams that you'd like getting in there?
0: There's, it's, it's a really fascinating case because there's, there is some form of control for those top three teams, particularly next week. Yeah. Um, if there's a team that'd rather see in the playoffs than another, um, I don't know how you feel, Kamish, about the old T word, uh, in, 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 uh, in week 13, but maybe it's just like the NFL where they, they rest their starters and get them prepped up for week one of the playoffs. No questions yeah. asked. Well, so well, actually,
1: there's one. So Cam plays Jared, which is obviously a big that will probably determine something. Um, interestingly, Woodsy plays Camo, so that's going to decide probably. Yeah, one so I mean, a double chance
2: spot. Yeah, as well with that match next week with Camo and Woodsy, Cam probably only has to win one. So if he wins this week, then he could tank against Jared. But I mean, Jared's. I think scored, what, 15 or 50 points less. Like, he's the third highest scorer. I think if he you can, he's trying to keep Jared out of the playoffs. Um, you know, if he played, uh, I don't know, Hayes uh, or something, he might try and let him in who's got less points scored. So, um, hmm. but I mean, at the moment, obviously, he just needs to win to lock up that fly. Um, and then, Manny, the question I have for you is, are you going to start Connor on Friday you scored four points against Baltimore last time. Yeah, you, you no, got to go
1: with. Have him. to. Well, firstly, if Gaskin's still an IR, I can't do anything about it. And if they, they could wait to take him off till after Friday, so I don't have a choice.
2: Yeah. Um, you can go with Tony
1: also, I, I, or James White? Nah, no, nah, not <laughs> not that, not that cute with this sort of stuff. Um, I just like I said. I think I said it last week about Connor. Like just I just have to trust. Like he's he's the guy doing all of their work. I still would start him ahead of Gordon. I know the points haven't necessarily reflected that, but Gordon's you know he's sharing more time than Connor is. Just got to uh, just got to have faith and build it, and they will come hopefully. Um, all right, just, next game.
0: Just, just on that Pittsburgh Baltimore game, and I know we haven't done Keeney's punting corner for a little while, but um. It's a shame that we are recording on a Wednesday night because that line opened Pittsburgh minus three. So they're trying to tell us that these two teams are even. I just cannot work out how that was the case. It's five and a half now. So um, apologies for not recording earlier and getting the, getting the people on at a nice price.
1: <laughs> so it's an eight and a half point swing already.
0: No, it was Pittsburgh minus, sorry, Pittsburgh it's Pittsburgh minus five three. Pittsburgh got
1: gotcha. yeah. Right, right. yeah,
0: it's in Pittsburgh. But normally that just means they're even teams. Um, yeah, for yeah, mine, they're yeah. not at the moment. No. They speak clearly better. Mm, yeah, agreed. it be um, nice to be on a 31-1 to for the Super Bowl. Um, the next o- game?
1: Yeah, the other thing is we go through these games too and there's a bit of it in the Cam's team. We obviously get Thanksgiving this week. So oh, great yeah. morning Friday just to wake up nice and early, watch a
0: few games. Um, and it's particularly oh, exciting if you've got a bit of fantasy relevance across them all. I was noticing that there's a lot of Friday games for some teams. I was confused as to why that is, but that makes the three Thanksgiving games. So there you go. I'll tell you
1: what, it's, this is very, you know, finger in the air projection, but there's obviously an enormous amount of COVID cases going on in the U S it's like spiking dramatically. And then on top of that, there's big worry about everyone traveling around for Thanksgiving. We could have a lot of players injured out with COVID next week. If, uh, Although I, th- I think there's probably a pretty safe bubble around the NFL, generally speaking. But could just add an interesting little dynamic to the last week of regular season if you've got COVID players dropping out the front and center.
2: Yeah, well, that's... A, if you look at... Uh, so, because Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. And if you look at, like, directly after that, there was a massive spike. And, I mean, their numbers are... Like, they're not even 10,000. So, I mean, next week it could be massive figures for... If you're on the USA COVID over-under, you want to be on the over on that one.
1: <laughs> Just one of Keeney's bets for next week.
0: And and look, we, we, we did mention that Camo's primed to make a really nice playoff run here. But if the charges of Los Angeles get flooded with COVID, it's kiss the season goodbye for Camo. It's all it's oh, it's over. I think it's Kiss goodbye. Yeah. I don't know if he could survive. He yeah. might. He might. He might just fly over to LA just to just to just to get it himself.
1: <laughs> just to be with the Thank boys. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, all right, next game, uh, Reese, the rematch against Woodsy. Uh, look, it's pretty much the same teams as last week. We talked about McCaffrey potentially coming back in. Probably unlikely. Probably the other big change. Otherwise, I think I see McLaurin's questionable at the moment. Is that just an early week maintenance thing? Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll play Tuesday. Yeah. So now nah, it looks pretty much same teams go again. I see Woodsy slotted Montgomery and Robinson back in after the bye. Woodsy yep. get the job done again. Get- oh, we didn't do a tip on my game, by the way. Just quickly.
0: Uh, you guys both. Hey, on- yeah, I'm going to go with the game. Uh, no, I'm going to – I think Steve's going to make this interesting. I think I'll, I'll go for Steve in that one. I reckon I, – I just I – just, it's 2020, I'd and I just think it's going to be a ridiculous final week. I just – I can see, like, five teams being on six and six and it just being stupid. So, Steve, you're going to be one of them. I like
1: it. It would set up a nice final week if me and the commissioner are playing for a playoff spot. Um, but how confident is story. though. <laughs> he's, very, he's very confident. The like is spinning. smoking the pipe. <laughs> Four color pen five. Oh, he's smoking something. All right. So, um, any 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 other thoughts on Woodsy and Reese? Not that we've shared. Oh, just
2: um, <laughs> Reese is just slotted in Woodsy's boy Cole Beasley straight oh. into the lineup to oh. play the man.
0: Is that a power move? What a, I was about to say. What a power move. That is one of the all-time hmm. all time greats. All he needs now is Hunter Renfro and. It's, it's one of the great scores of all time. Well, he's coming off, a, he had the bye last week, but he had 27
2: points the week before. So, um, I mean, it could just be a great FU, like a um, revenge game for Cole Beasley after meats and potatoes have dropped him. And he's just, now I'm going to put up another 30 just to show him what he's missing. The, the thing I like about it is it's
1: a very personal roster decision but it's also not a bad one because he's he doesn't have a bench player projected higher than that so nice. it, it's a sensible you know which obviously the sensible haircuts we like these sorts of roster boots but it's a pretty pretty steady pretty steady decision mean and of course potatoes. coming up against the meat and potatoes yeah exactly <laughs> it's just it's just the sort of synergies that we like and so I, i'm on Reese. i just got a feeling it's just gonna just yeah. the right call is going to get the job done
0: uh, and I like that he's already seen this opponent once, so he kind of knows what to expect. He probably didn't play his A game in week one and held a few yep. held a few cards back. Um, also, just, just note, I remember your game with, with Camo earlier on in the year, Steve, where it was a, one of the an Ocho, time, Ocho Bowl Hall of Fame sort of set up that game. <coughs> this has got the hallmarks of that as well with Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett no, – sorry, Russell Wilson on, on Woodsy's team and Lockett and, and Myers, the kicker, to Seattle mm-hmm. on Reese's team in that in that Monday night game, so it's got yeah, it the does. same sort of vibe, doesn't it? It does.
1: It you know what it reminds me of? Uh, Two thousand fifteen North <laughs> Melbourne played Richmond in the last round. Richmond played a full strength team. North Melbourne rested half their squad, and then the next week, the finals, right both sides came out, and yeah, that's it. Oh no, Group. sorry, it was asking. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. but there was a bit of a dubious non-holding the ball decision on Ben Cunnington down the back pocket, but North got the job done. <laughs> Uh, is the moral of the story and I reckon Reese just might have just outsmarted Woodsy with last week with a bit of a bit of shadow boxing might just come out with all guns blazing and get the job done today yeah
0: he's always been he's always taken a lot of inspiration from Dean (laughs) Laidley Reese, particularly in his in his recent (laughs) years so (laughs) I can see that coming together
1: uh, it was Brad Scott, coach, at the time. Oh. I, I take your- <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin the story. No, uh, I, 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 no it's fair. Um, <laughs> Andrew, who's your tip in this one?
2: Um, I'm going to go with Woodsy. I think, I mean, you think he's just tip Woodsy because he has Travis Kelsey. This and you're lot back in the favourites, clearly. Yeah, Cam Woodsy.
1: Do you want to uh, pick Fitzy the loser as well? That's why we're we at it, just going
0: on. I think it's more because he looks like Joey Sly and Joey Sly just <laughs> slotted <him> straight in. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And can you so you don't go know? Like, well. Yeah, I Derek Henry against that Indian indie rundee. I don't know. Yeah, I've just got a feeling that that Reese might win this one. But you know what? I did say a million teams are gonna be on six and six. But I will tip race, So I don't want to have a both each way, but I'll tip race. Yeah. All right. Um, next you one. You, Benny, sorry.
1: Yeah, I'll tip race. Oh, I missed that. i tip race. We're we recording
0: these results, by the way. Or we just...
2: <laughs> 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 no I give up. No consequence. It's great. I'll record it and we'll have a retro tipping champion. we start man. a tipping contest. Everyone can enter.
0: We should and do that, you know, set up a... Should do that. Set up a tipping comp for the league. That'd be all right, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, I like on a it. Side pot.
2: Well what it
1: this is we're getting very philosophical now, but what if we into next year's planning? What if we act, whacked another 10 bucks on the entry fee and that went into a tipping comp?
0: Yeah, and I think I think it makes complete sense that the winner gets a, a yearly Fantasy Pros subscription. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I think the losers should get the Fantasy Pros membership, not the <laughs>
0: <laughs> true, no, true.
2: Uh, what, what? I like, I like, I like what
1: you- fantasy pros when you can just tune into this podcast for free and listen to the mm. real expert analysis and predictions?
2: Mm. I'm like, oh, I like where you're heading yeah, there. Mate. I think we'll, that could work. We'll get the league's opinion.
1: Yeah, just just that's another one to add into your survey, Andrew. And I, the other one I reckon to add into the survey, just while we're brainstorming and whiteboarding ideas here, is a weekly top score prize. So our league entry is going to end up at about three hundred bucks by the time we <laughs> finish with all these add-ons. But one
0: thing I
2: one thing that might be in that sort was the is, um, one of the leagues they do a if you're the bottom score for the week you pay ten dollars to the highest scorer of the week. Cool.
1: <laughs> the collection's going to be a problem because I, I know by next year. <laughs> he how was it so that he, when he tried to kick himself out of the league, we said who would you kick out one person? He said himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. geez. talking about putting a downer on the podcast. We we're trying to sort of get a bit of rivalry going. And he's <laughs> just got really dark. Um, speaking of Fitzy, Fitzy and Jared's our next game. You've you got to feel pretty good about the world when you're going into a matchup with a projected 35-point win. Because the projection yeah, somehow... Match match their points point. Yeah, okay, that's fair.
0: Um, even still. Is is it a danger game for Jared? Like, these are the type of games that you kind of just look ahead to the next week and not worry too much about the opposition too much, you know, just move on. I'll bank the window like, get to six and six.
1: Most would do that. I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but Jared's just had sort of such a bad run this year that he's just, he's broken. Like, he's jumping at shadows. He's sleepless nights, tossing and turning, having nightmares of, you know, kicks hitting the crossbar. You just feels like he's going to lose all the time. And so I reckon he won't sleep a wink this week. The thought of Fitzy would just be striking terror into his heart.
0: And Do you know what else would strike terror into his heart? The fact that he looks over at Fitzy's team and sees Travis Fulgham as that last pillar on the Tuesday. Um, Gee whiz, you'd want to be 40 ahead, I reckon. I know he's got Chris Carson, but Travis Fulgham, we've seen him do it before. Yeah. Um, so, Jared
2: out of the playoffs with a Travis fulgham 30 burger would, <laughs> would be the,
0: up there in the greatest moments of Ocho Bowl history. So, Andrew, if, Does, if Jared loses this week, do you think he's out or is he still a chance by your math?
2: He's still a chance because he's because of his score. Yeah, because of his score. So, if one if he gets to six and seven and there's any six and 17 is making, he's going to get in. because
0: he's, Yeah. Um, seems, seems improbable though to me. Yeah.
1: So, I so mean, if one, just thinking aloud here, if one six and 17 can make it, that means Jared winning this week. So Jared losing this week requires not just him to win the last one, but, you know, me to drop the right amount of games, you to drop the right amount of games. Yeah. The sorts of all sort of other results that already have to start going the way. So it's not even about combination for the last week. Things have to happen this week probably as well for that to occur.
2: Yeah. So to do that, he would need at least one of me, Havers and Reece to lose two of our games. Because um, uh, yes. we're all six and uh, five. and Which means... Need... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would also need uh, both of you to lose at least one game. Because if you both win, so... you get to seven wins. So, for example, and I play
0: Havers though.
2: So. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So, 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 say Havers and Reese won this week and you lost. Um, Jared then needs me to lose because if I've won a game, then you or I have to win the last game and he can't Unless, it
2: if you lost, so If you lost this week, then he'd need you. So, me and if you lost this week and I lost this week, then In the he me to win the last win. one, yeah, yeah, and then but but if also, I win this
1: week, then he's no good. It's like, uh, it's he's already relying on results, even if and
2: it depends on the score as well. Like, if he beats Bitsy with a score of 75 this week, there's a chance it's only catching him, you know, it's
0: chance Dale is still there,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, Dale's got a slight chance as well if he wins out and then results, but I mean, he's four and seven, I'm not going to do the math on that.
1: Love it. Speaking of games that um, don't mean a whole heap, Camo and Ben.
2: Tip the game.
1: Oh, sorry. So okay. Is, is anyone tipping Fitzy?
2: I'm tipping Fitzy. I
1: of think I've tipped I'm. Fitzy
2: every week, but it would and just be building you're, up you're to winning
1: the money if we were counting the tips. Probably I was going to say,
0: that's why we need to put money on this.
2: <laughs> um, but, I mean, it would just be classic. Uh, Jared sees it. <laughs> Just goes in. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's kind to of come down to last week." And then he um, boil over against Fitzy, Travis Fulgham, Robert Tonian, thirty points each. Um,
0: and Fitzy's four wins is alive and well.
2: Yeah, well, the, and then we get if Benley probably well, both of them on three wins going into the last round. Huge uh, winner avoids the spoon. It's, I mean, that's that's the storyline you want going into the final <laughs> round of the season. Yeah, that's it.
1: fair. Um, all right, uh, Kenny you and I are being sensible, I assume. Tipping Jared,
0: yeah, Jared for me.
1: All right, uh, Kamo and Ben. Gee whiz, nice, we nice know what's going to happen here.
2: Like, we, I, 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 I think yeah, look, I'm not saying Ben's going to win, and I'm not tipping Ben, but I think it's going to be a lot closer than last week. Like, you look at the matchups, like, all the The Jets to Buffalo. They're not not flying the Jets anymore. anymore. Um, Like Ben's got some good matchups, um, like Detroit v. Houston. Um, So Fuller and Hawkinson should vote, like that should be a decent scoring game. Um, Edwards v. Pittsburgh is a great matchup, but he's the only running back there. So, yeah, I still think Kumo is going to win, but. Like it'll probably be about a fifty-point difference, in, uh, point differential. I think this week than the seventy it was last week. Uh,
1: yeah, in normal events, I would say if the same teams played each other two weeks in a row and someone won by seventy, they're absolute Monty to lose the next week, just because that's the kind of karma. But given it's come out, I don't think that will apply. I was just looking at Ben's roster though, his starting team. Geez, doesn't like young players, does he? And then I realised, his photo of Ray Lewis, I reckon Ray Lewis is younger than half the guys on his starting roster. <laughs> he's got a, old Matt Ryan, Robbie Anderson, TJ Hawkinson's a second-year player, so he's young, but Crowder. Bailey, Crowdy, Anderson, up,
2: Gus yeah. the Boss.
1: He just doesn't like, like
2: youth. He, oh, But it, the thing is, like, he's known for going for rookie wide receivers, but then he's just, the way his team's shaken out, he hasn't in like, yeah, Jefferson, which then I traded him for. So, I mean, it's a bit of odd. He's sort of gone away from what he's known for. And it's maybe that's why he's sitting 11th this year.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I'm glad that they're. Oh, no, we need Fitzy to win one more to even give it a chance. of... Actually, is there any chance that Ben can finish bottom?
2: Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of okay. chance. So Fitzy's now yeah, scored no. more points than Ben. So, even no, if, if Fitzy just two, wins it, out. Oh, yeah. True,
0: or or even just the last game. As as long as
2: Ben doesn't win this week, then the the no matter what happens with Fitzy's game,
0: the loser comes last.
2: Yeah, barring like
1: I reckon we need to establish a betting market on the toilet bowl for the last week if it gets to that. Just so there's there's just a bit of I mean there's enough spite and activity in it, but just got to make got to make really build it up. It's probably it's. In a, in a week where there's probably four or five games determining playoffs and double chances. I reckon that's almost the biggest of them.
0: Will you be taking any action or just setting setting a market? No, 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 yeah, yeah, like 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 betting on it. Uh, do we have a we have a point spread?
1: Potentially. I think we will we'll have to do a proper do some market. Research. I I'd be happy to put. I'd probably potentially happy to take the market both ways just to cultivate <laughs> a bit of betting. But yeah, if we if we if we
0: 160% market, you'll be right.
1: Yeah, that's right. No, I'll go to
0: 110.
1: $1.50, <laughs> $220. <laughs> <laughs> Do the old sports bet, dollar fifty, dollar thirty.
0: <laughs> and I'll pay. Place you your six bets, bucks for place draw, your bets.
1: Six bucks for the tie. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> no, nah, tie you get all the money. There's no push. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, um, okay.
1: Uh, tips on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna to have to tip Camo. I think it's just a little hard to tip Ben at the moment. I will say that Buffalo, geez, if this was last year, I'd be even more confident that they could stop the Chargers, but their defense hasn't been a heap better than the Jets anyway. It is it is better than the Jets, but it hasn't been great this year. So Camo for me again. Yeah, you gotta stick with Camo.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna tip cool. with my heart here. And I'm gonna tip Ben on the hope that Matt Ryan puts up 60. Oh because I've got a feeling that, that, happens that works out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Always always follows self interest. Um at least it's trying. At least it's trying. Curse breakers, Andrew coming up against Dale, who's on his absolute last legs here.
2: Are you nervous? Yeah, a little bit. He's got some good matchups like Cook against Carolina tip. 40 points. Um Metcalf, you never want to play. He's another one he can put up 40 points. And
1: Allen Tuesday game, too. He does his damage in prime time.
2: Yeah, it's just some games I'm not looking forward to watching that should be exciting. Um and then like Lamar and Andrews both got Pittsburgh as well. So it's matchup wise, like I've got some decent matchups as well, but some of the bigger name players with good matchups. It's not what you want to see when you'll hit your opponent's lineup.
1: You'll know by Friday night, because I think there's five or yeah. six Jeez. Friday games across this matchup.
2: Yeah. Yeah, then there then have kind of like uh, Jackson and Andrews, but I mean there's still some like Chubby, Jacksonville, Sanders and Metcalf in the Tuesday. I think I think it should still be live on Monday.
0: Dalton mm. Schultz straight in, Manny. Just didn't His... like what happened last week. I know he's dropped Logan. For... He's got a wide of So he
2: might be bringing Graham in During the week Well Schultz is the Friday game Yeah Let's we'll see what he does Washington, Washington.
1: Yeah but they're, they're, they're probably in the mix in that game so Don't mind Schultz as a start yeah, I'd probably fine. start him if I had him I'm just thinking of my three Jordan Reed, Schultz And i consider starting him um, Okay Tips on this one
0: um, I'm gonna apologies, Andrew. I'm gonna go off and and tip an upset in this one. I love the Dalvin Cook Carolina matchup. I've that's got forty burger written all over it. Um, and I've just got a weird old feeling that Josh Allen and Dalvin Cook gets back get back to their old tricks and gets the job done for him this this week to keep his playoff hopes alive and knock you back to six and six, which is what I want. So. <laughs> The DJ shark do-do-do-do-do-do's for me. Yeah, I'm going to tip the same.
1: Um, oh. I, I just just reckon, you know, it's probably the best result for for me. Won't, won't shy away from that. But also, I just think the move to the cartoon char- uh, shark with the do-do-do-do-do's might just be the right stuff that he needs to really get his season back on track and keep a glimmer of hope in there. So, just think think the aura might be good for him this week. Mm. <laughs> Tipping yourself, Andrew, or we oh, don't even need to ask, we know you're yeah. you're that confident. He's uh, yeah, he we looks don't like tip our own games. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, and then the last one, Keeney coming up against Year of the Haver, last ditch for Keeney. Uh, you've you've Ignore the projections. You're probably projected to win because you've got an IR quarterback in at the moment. But uh, yeah, he' ha- scratching long around long. a bit. But he's but he's he's six and five, so he's in the box seat.
0: I'm waiting for confirmation with Joe Burrow. It just uh, you never know. He might Get up <laughs> for that one. Yeah. So I'm just going to hold him for now.
1: Might be like that Simpsons player where they can just sew his leg back on and send him back out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's
2: so depressing.
0: You like you'd like to talk about it. Yeah. Well, you're Are getting, getting...
2: spotted Kenny Galladay into his lineup. I don't think I think mean, he's done that every week for the last like five weeks, and he just has not pulled up any of those weeks. He's jinxing himself, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Talk about Friday games. He's got four bikes playing.
1: He's been he's been sensible though because he's done. Uh and like I think others have done I definitely did earlier in the year but he's gone and got Marvin Jones just so that he's basically got a handcuff for the unsure Goladay, which is exactly what Reese probably expected him to do early in the year when McCaffrey went down but um it may it just makes it so much easier for him because this week's not so bad because it's the first game of the week that goalday is playing in on Thanksgiving but normally speaking you don't have to worry about when games are you can just be ready to Flip the switch. So just good coaching behaviours there, just to go along with his good profile picture. Um, I reckon Keeney, DeAndre Swift is a bit of an underrated, but in view. Just reckon he's he's getting to that point where he can put up big numbers. so I reckon reckon you might have the edge this week.
2: It depends if he plays though. He's still coming back from that concussion. So I mean, if he plays, yeah, if you he put up. Pretty big score, but um, I mean, that, that may be the difference. It could be, you know, Gurley v. Las Vegas or Swift v. Houston in that spot, and you're looking at, you know, 15 point difference.
1: If Matt Ryan puts up 60,
0: you probably don't want to start Gurley.
2: <laughs>
0: no, that's right. Yeah, and he probably will. I was actually looking just <laughs> on the tight end, um, absolute dumpster fire this year, just just for no other reason than it's interesting. George Kittle's played five games this year out of 11, and he's yep. tied end eight on the season. <laughs> you have that one big massive game,
1: right? 30 or something? Yeah. And, yeah. and of the five of 11, he got it's injured. Just like, didn't he get injured? No, he in got the... injured in one
0: of them, but... Oh, he didn't
1: count that one, right? Okay. Because uh, he got I injured in the the first week one, one but and in The other one he got injured.
0: Right, but you yeah, didn't get injured during the game week, game 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 week
1: one it. as well. Yeah. So you got one, two, you've only got four full games.
0: Yeah, four full games is tight end eight. Just, no, but, but more the point is like after Kelsey and maybe Waller, she um, yeah. was three to three to thirty is the same player. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it was the so it was that the difference between Kelsey to Hawkinson um, is the same difference as Hawkinson oh, to like the 35th tight end. Yeah. I guess it's Calvin. Yeah, Hawk's, but, Hawk's probably the other one that's going okay. Yeah, yeah it's like Waller, Andrews, um, and Kelsey, and even then, Andrews is very hidden. miss like he's twenty or five. Yeah. Tell you what's. Mm. I mean, we have to wait and see
1: how it plays out. But what will have turned out to be a master stroke if he gets in the playoffs was Jared trading Eckler for Waller with a couple of other bits on the side. Because he basically gave <laughs> Waller's just been amazing, and Waller's going to really set him up. You know, it's such a big difference. If those two play each other in the playoffs, he Cam may or may not have Eckler, and Jared's gets to start Waller coming up against Got it, which is a big advantage. Yeah, should be. Uh... Yeah, it's a good call.
0: Yeah, I
2: was a fan of Jared's side of the trade. Um, I, mean, I told Cam I would t- I wouldn't take the trade. And he just doesn't listen to my advice and accepts. So, I chose what I know.
1: Mm. All right. Uh, um, you gonna, I just got a cheeky Keene, update on Miles Gaskin's
0: injury, so I was just looking any, at that.
2: Apologies. Any inside info on which quarterback you're going to pick up, Keeney?
0: Say that again, mate. Sorry, I just cut out. Uh, got any
2: inside info on, going to give us any inside info on which quarterback you're picking up?
0: Look, I'm just holding off for now. Um, just going to, just going to hold, keep my powder dry for a little while. I've got a few options. I've got the option of blocking Gallaudet Jones with with Stafford. Um, there's a couple of other things I'm looking at, but, uh, and I'll tell you one other thing, just for Havers, if he's listening, there's going to, Maybe A Brown playing at wide receiver, but it may be a A Brown for A Brown. Who knows? Oh, not sure which A Brown's going to get in there just at the minute.
2: Duck in his shadow, you won't know which
0: way he's which. <laughs> exactly, you <laughs> won't, won't, won't realize up. he'll be watching exactly right, and he'll be he'll be cheering for uh, the Colts to stop AJ Brown. And little did he know that old Antonio's in the lineup. It was just the mind game.
2: One of my talking points from this as well was just if Kenny loses this week and probably gets knocked out of the playoffs, uh, while Heavers is starting your boy Daniel Jones at quarterback,
0: would just be the extra kick <laughs> be. Uh, That would sum it up nicely, actually. <laughs> cool. He's got a nice matchup. Yep, yeah, the old twelfth rounder.
2: It <laughs> sure uh, is. Tips on this one? I'm going to go with Havers. I think just Kamara Jones. This, you know, they're going to like. I just find it hard to tip against those two.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. Although, obviously, I want Kenya to win for a uh, another six and six, just to keep everyone in the mix. But I, uh, I just love Kamara. Just feel like after a ten, he's probably likely to come out and put it in a forty-five.
0: Well, this is a Dublay six 6-6 six if I win. I yeah, I know. I know. Six six. yeah, I know. It's a 6-6. Yeah, I know. I mean,
1: that's all right. I'm, I'm happy with that because then I just need to get level with you guys. I've got the points coverage. But I, I, my, my Tipping's blatantly, blatantly self-interested today. But um, but yeah, anyway. um, The other, just on the quarterbacks, you could go Taysom Hill and just really try and block the old Kamara situation, just
2: yeah. scavenge
1: a couple of TDs right. off him. I don't
2: think he's going to clear waivers. Because Kenny's got zero fab left. So he
0: would need no one to bid on him. To pick yeah, him
1: who, up. but who would bid on him? He's not, he's like the 20th quarterback.
0: I can you tell know. you, I haven't bid on him yet. So Andrew's Andrew's I've got a few options himself. though. Yeah. I can,
2: oh, have you? Yeah, I can look. Anyone who wants to bid on him, I put a bid of $1 on him. Um, so I'm not too sure because I'm still not sure if waivers clear before Friday or not. So if they clear before, because I would probably start I don't know, in- they like clear
0: Thursday, don't I? I don't know. Yeah, they like you- clear tomorrow. It says November 26th.
1: A- Andrew, would you genuinely consider at some point starting Taysom Hill over Lamar Jackson?
0: This week, I think,
2: against Taysom Hill's playing Denver, um, Lamar Jackson's playing um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh away. Like, I think Taysom Hill was the better start this week.
1: I loved hearing that. Well, good luck. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you get him, and I hope we get to digest that matchup decision next week. It will either be absolute genius or complete folly. Um, all right, I think that's well. That's our last game for the week. Um, last question before we wrap up, just the one from earlier. Pretending you're either Cam Woodsy or Camo, who's the ideal of Havers, Reese, Andrew, Me, Keeney, Jared, Dale? Which are the three teams that you want finishing in the bottom half? The most beatable three. We can uh, all answer this, I guess.
0: I, I think it's. I think it's got to be me, Dale, and Havers. I would think. Yeah.
1: Dale scored pretty well this year.
0: Yeah, that's true. Sorry, yeah, that's probably a fair call. Actually, I
2: think you and Dale both making it. it may not be possible as well. So. Like, I would think, yeah, true. Reece, it's one or the other. Go on, Reese, because if you get CMC back, like, you don't want Reece level, um, yep. So, Agreed. I'll say, like, realistically, a team like a playoff that can make it, you would say, Reese, sorry, me, Havers, and Keeney would be what I'd be hoping for because I think my team, while it's showing it's good, it I haven't put up like a 180 or anything, so I think. If your team goes off, you've always got a chance to beat my team because it's like high floor, but it hasn't really shown high ceiling. Havers' team is probably based on two really good players and then the rest is all up and down. And then um, of the team trying to make the playoffs, your team's the team with the lowest points for. So it's statistically the weakest based on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say nice, a of Habers and Keeney and then... Yeah. Like, I agree. Kind of, Reese just is wor- worrying because of CMC, but...
2: You make the argument for the many to one great. of those, just is, are you going to have three-fit elite wide receivers and then your running backs aren't that great? So, you know, if you play you, uh, Manny, in the playoffs and you've only got two of your three wide receivers, you know, Gordon and Connor are fine, but they're not,
1: they're not yeah, going to pick yeah. up 40, so... No, I got no know what a tight end. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um I just want one week before the season's over where I get a full game of my three wide receivers. <laughs> just to see what happens. Just whether all play, no injuries, just just you know, I might put up three hundred.
0: <laughs> I just want one I just want one move next week that that determines an outcome. Yeah. I just want to see some mind games. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I I just yeah, that's I, I think if there's one thing, and maybe it's a good way to end it, but if there's one thing, I think we're probably all looking for on this podcast, it's the maximum amount of volatility going into the last week, so that there will just be a really enjoyable week of games to watch, where every like fantasy junk time touchdown means something, every matchup decision means something.
0: That's yeah, that's probably all we can ask for at this point. So it is it is possible. For six teams to be on six and six going into the final round, <laughs> Sixteen. three player spots alive. Yeah, yeah. So myself, and Reese, and all the Havers results loser. go the right way.
2: Jared, right. yeah. Manny and Kenny are win because none of you were. With
0: well, Haver's those I played. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. and of and of those six, me and Andrew would play each other. Jared would play someone else. Uh, you and Reese would play each other, Keeney. And yep. uh, I'm assuming Dale's not one of those teams. I
2: don't know Dale would be on. So if Dale wins, he's as well. five, if, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if oh, Dale would win because you lost, yeah,
1: right. So, so, Dale, so Dale plays Havers who's still in the mix because Dale's then on five and six. Yeah, it might so be important, yep. So that, that makes it. and then you've got the other games being the battle for the double chance and the battle for the toilet bowl. Huge so every game is oh. <laughs> whatever permutation we need to get that. That's what I'm cheering for. <laughs> uh, love it. All right. Well, let's hope destiny plays out for us. Um to, to to sign us off, I've just my screen's left open on that week thirteen matchup between Fitzy and Ben. 79 to 94 is the projection, and <laughs> they've basically got full lineup set. So, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a fun week to finish up on. Uh, thanks, boys. Good luck for the weekend, everyone.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, very good. Now, good luck, everyone. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Hope, hope we got all six on um, six and six.